Welcome, everybody. U.S. Grace Force podcast. I'm here with my very good friend, Father Richard Heilman, and we have no guest tonight. It's just the two of us, but you have to watch and listen to watch and listen to this entire podcast. <laughs> we are going to cover some stuff that had just been building up inside the heart and the mind for a long time. And both of us, we talked earlier today and thought we just need an opportunity just to unleash this. So, yep. but, but let's start by unleashing a prayer. Father, okay. I turn it over to you. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Saint Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Hosts, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Awesome. Well, as always, we want to thank everybody out there who's been such such loyal you know supporters of what we're trying to do with us grace force podcast thank you so much everybody on us grace force list some seventy-seven thousand or so who have signed up for that thank you all everybody who watches supports we hope the patrons out there who support us through the patreon program are enjoying you know the perks and all that comes with the patreon program you've been amazing and that is just incredible uh, but all your comments all your prayers all your emails very very helpful so keep that going please don't forget to check out our our u.s grace force gear page we got some great t-shirts out there i am wearing one tonight oh gotta try to get that in a shot it is the rebellion to tyrants is obedience to god there we go all right I had to get up out of the chair there for that one but uh, yeah great t-shirts out there go check them out the got gracie t-shirts are out there and uh, i kneel for god only t-shirts the dogma lives loudly within me just a lot of great stuff and it supports the work that we're doing so again thank you so much go out and get your great gear u.s grace force gear uh father tonight i know we've got several things that have been on our mind we've been just kind of just kind of hankering inside uh and i know the title we've got under the screen right now is hope is rising two are better than one and we just want people to understand that there is hope right now, even though we're in the face of so much evil. And there's a lot of evil out there, the cancel culture, the chilling effect. You know, uh, we got all kinds of, you know, uh, changes in the government, all kinds of things that are really throwing us for a loop. And people, a lot of times are just kind of confused and don't know what to do. And I know, Father, you had a, you know, this book, I got I to tell people, if you're not you're not involved in this book right now. You are missing out. People get involved in Let Freedom Ring. If you don't have the book, you can get it through the website, U.S. Grace Force website. These are amazing writings from these three priests, Father Heilman, Father Peckman, and Father Altman. My wife and I are going through this right now every day, the readings, the prayers. They are incredible. And I think, at the, Father, it's interesting the time we're recording this. Um, today was the day of... Um, uh, freedom from lack of trust in divine providence. And you wrote that piece. I know, you know the three priests, for those of you who don't know, they rotate. And so, you know, they're all writing different pieces. And uh, every every time comes around, third one, here's Father Heilman. And it, it's great to read the different styles between you three, by the way, because you can tell, you because I know all three of you well, we've, you know, talked a lot on the show and all. And it's just, it's great to hear um, the voice in the back of my head as I'm reading through it, thinking, yeah, this is their personalities coming out like they are, but but they're good. But on this one, you talk about battle buddies particularly, right. which which really goes along with why we titled this Hope is Rising Two are Better Than One. And we wanted to bring up a little bit of Battle Ready Coalition because we got a big open coming up next week. We want to encourage people to get, get on board with that because it's a training process where you build your battle buddies and friendships. Right. And we'll get into that in just a little bit. But I'd, I'd love to hear from you a little more personal you know, explanation behind this writing. And you talked about losing four of 
just really close yeah. battle buddies. Yeah. The last just just recently, in fact, the last right. several months or a year or so. Yeah, and people have to remember too. We started this first uh, trial run, if you will, of Let Freedom Ring uh, back in the summer. So we started right after the Fourth of July, at July seventh, and we went to the Feast of the Assumption on August fifteenth. So forty days there. But uh, what was going on at the time? I mean, the streets were on fire, and you know everybody's quarantined. And I was saying I was getting uh, two months to the gallon at the time, you know, from my from driving around because nobody was going anywhere. Right. But the but you know people were just feeling beat up, and uh, and if we're not careful, we can despair or we can lose our our trust in God, you know, uh, and uh, and so. I, I just felt at the time when I was, we were writing these reflections that, um, uh, and we were writing these like the day before they were put up online. You know, each priest was writing these as we went. And, um, but it was a profound time of reflection for me. And I know for my brother priest, Father Peckman and Father Altman. Anyway, um, I just, at the time I felt, um, I really wanted to uh, share my story of how I lost four really close priests uh, in my life, the closest of, of all of the, my priests in my life. So my uncle, who he was, um, he was my godfather too. He was a priest in the Diocese of Madison and, and he had a lot to do just his, his life. And I, you know, from childhood on, I, I watched him as a priest and a big impact on me becoming a priest. Um, I lost our bishop, um, Bishop Morlino, um, you know, him and I were very, very close. And I talk a little bit about that too, in the article about his, his passion for truth and reverence and, and how <clears throat> we faced a lot of backlash from that. And he was, he was brutalized in the secular papers for his, uh, his truth. And he was brutalized in the, ch inside the church for people who didn't want to go back, you know, Vatican II and, and all this stuff. And, uh, and the other one was my spiritual director. Um, I, I love the, the sacrament of confession. I want to stay mighty in a, in a state of grace. I was seeing him most every 10 days, if not every, you know, six to seven days. And so we were tight. And then, um, then my best friend, you know, from my seminary days, we were vacationing together every year with two other or three other friends of mine. And, um, he died all, he, he died all of a sudden healthy, healthy, uh, man of his late fifties and, and just died out of the clear blue. All this happened within a couple of years. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there going, what the heck God, you know, <clears throat> but these were my battle buddies. Uh, they had, we had each other six. And, um, and so I kind of expounded on that, you know, the importance of battle buddies. And, and what I came, the, the other thing I came to is that I didn't lose hope. You know, I, I, uh, I kept my, um, <clears throat> my faith in, in divine providence, uh, my trust in divine providence. And, um, and I came to understand too, even deeper, that we have battle buddies here on earth, but we also have, and I've called it our holy alliance in heaven. So all the angels and saints for sure, but uh, all those who have passed before us. And um, so we need to have that. But it also... Uh, said to me that uh, we need to be about building our own uh, united force here on earth. Yeah, <clears throat> We need to build our, our own structure of battle buddies where we're in this together 
And I became even more resolved in that. And I think I was prior to that, but now I, I just saw the seriousness of making sure that we build those, those, uh, right. those strong relationships with fellow Christians who are impassioned about such thing as countering the lies with the truth and countering secularism with awe and wonder, with reverence for God. And so, um, so that's kind of what I was talking about today's. Well, in, in the reading, I, ha I cannot emphasize enough to people out there, go read these, these writings from these priests. 40 days uh, of tactical training is what it is. You know, let freedom ring, 40 days of tactical training. And, and Father, I, yeah, you, you, as, you wrote, as you wrote that out, and I read through that, um, because I know you. You and I have been very good friends for many right. years now. We've worked together a lot. And obviously, we for a year and a half, we've been talking regularly throughout the week. And then, of course, we do this on Mondays. We record on Mondays and airs on Wednesday. And, you know, I, I, I have come to, in my life even, I mean, you're, you know, you're a battle buddy of mine in, in different ways. I know we are for each other. We've talked about that. Just knowing that we can pick up the phone anytime and, right. you know, make the call and you've, you've got someone there, you know, to, to just share something, the vent, whatever. Uh, the struggles that are going on. I don't, I just don't know how people think they can do this alone and not right. just because of what's going on right now. I mean, this is something I'm going to pull up this quote. We talked about this before. This is from Ecclesiastes. Uh, it's a great quote. Now this is great. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. Yeah. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Right, right. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 and 10. And what's great about that, and you and I talked about before the show on this, is this is, you know, I, I did not know that was in Scripture. I mean, you think about when you hear St. Paul talk about all the members of one body, we're all the body of Christ. And that's great. You know, the pinky does something, you know, the ear does something, but you're still the same body and so forth and such. Right. But there's something about that day-to-day -day grind where you're actually dealing with the burdens of life Right. And, and, and as you mentioned right away, when we, we, we were referencing this before the show, Jesus sent them out in twos. Right. You know, I mean, what, what, what your thoughts on that, that Jesus would say, I'm sending you out in twos because he, he had to know obviously what they were going to have to go through on so many different levels. Yeah. And, and now my mind is, as I'm listening to you, your <clears throat> excellent prose there is going to my own parish here. Uh, I can give you an example. This, this last weekend, uh, we, we had mass together and it's amazing. And we miss getting together after mass, just mm. chilling with each other and having a little coffee and donuts. So the kids are running around on our feet. Um, and we really miss that. And after mass this weekend, uh, they said, Father, there's tailgating going on outside. And I said, wait, what? <laughs> well, they were so, they were missing it so much. They put together coffee and donuts out by the cars, you know, because of the COVID restrictions and all yeah, that. Yeah. And I said, way to go, yeah. way to go. But uh, it, it kind of went along with my, um, my, my sermon this weekend. Uh, if, if I were to, if I were to, um, give a title to my sermon, I would say it's time to build the bonfire. Mm. And one of the images I used was, yes, we're all children of light. We're a, we're a light to be on a lampstand, but together right. we're a bonfire. And, yeah. and I said, you know, here we are, we're coming out of winter. 
we're and it appears we're coming out of COVID. You know, there's all talk about herd immunity and people getting vaccinated, and all this stuff, and they're loosening a little bit. I think they could loosen a little faster. That's my yeah. personal opinion. But um, but Texas is in, opening up. What what's that? Texas is opening up. Hundred <laughs> percent. Thank you for that. Texas, Arizona, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so you know what I thought you just said? What taxes oh, is taxes. opening? Up. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is coming, isn't it? But yeah, anyways, it um, but uh, so the point, what I was trying to do with, with everybody is just saying, listen, I, I don't know about you, but I said, I'm done. I, I am just done. And um, we've been separated. We've been quarantined. Do you know that the word quarantine means 40 days? That's the, de that's the definition of the word quarantine. So, uh, you know, we've been quarantined. We've been separated yeah. I can't see, I, I can't see if you're smiling, you know, right, I, right. It, it drives me crazy. Well, I, I, your, your eyes are squinting a little bit. So I'm guessing you're smiling. I mean, it's just yeah. driving me crazy. I said, I'm done. Well, I, and earlier today, when we were talking earlier today, you, you made a comment about two of the demons, I think you said, or two of the attack temptation, uh, rage and division. division. And, I said that I actually said that back like in la around yeah. Holy Week of last year. Yeah. Uh, that these are the manifestations that are going on rage and division. And, 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 and you, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, and you can see, I mean, if scripture is going to talk about two are better than one because they have a good return, help, each, help one another up, Jesus sends them out in twos. Jesus talks about community. He gives us the holy sacrifice of the Mass as a community expression. Clearly, our Lord has made it abundantly clear that he wants this unity. Right. You know, uh, the man leaves his mother and father and clings to his wife, and the two become yes. one. Yes. You know, there is so many references, and you talk about from the perspective of a priest losing four very close priest yeah. battle buddies in the brotherhood of priests. Right. I mean, there's so many different areas where God has made it clear, look, I want you to work with one another. Right. You've got to join in, in this effort together. I mean, and there's a lot of hope that comes from that. I mean, hope is rising. I didn't know about your, your tailgate thing until just now that the donut coffee tailgate, yeah, yeah. you know, but that, that's a perfect example. They didn't I, even I, ask my permission. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think they needed it, but well, that's because they, well, I, I they, thought the, I'm they like, way you. to go, way yeah. to go, you know? Well, and that's the reason I, I, I think you and I, you know, we talked, we talked earlier about really wanting to do a, a program like this one was just to tell people, Take those kinds of steps. I mean, didn't know about that one, but the the, uh, the steps that we can take to get together with one another. Yes, you still got to be careful in certain scenarios. You know, people that are vulnerable and elderly and so forth. I get all that, but come on and look what's happening with the states. Uh, the day that this is airing on the tenth of March is is Texas has declared it's a hundred percent open. All businesses open and all mandates are lifted now you can still wear a mask if you want you can still stay locked down if you want but the businesses are open 100 percent, and you don't have to wear masks there's no mandates on this there will be some businesses that are going to say well we mandated in our place of business well i'm not going to shop there i'm not going there i i mean because the hope is there mississippi's doing it arizona's doing it connecticut's doing it south dakota never shut down you know governor christy Nome up there they never shut down she always said i trust my citizens of this state to take care of their own health. I have confidence in their, in their own ability, yeah. right? But there's hope when different states are in effect coming together and, and, and they become battle buddies, you could right. say.
you know? So we are seeing some movement and some excitement. And I know you talked about, you know, the fact that uh, we're coming into spring right now. Right. It's just the perfect time to say, all right, we're shedding all of this lies and deception and we're going out strong. Yeah. And I've been saying that, you know, this past weekend was Jesus uh, in the temple and turning over the tables and the whipping cards. And and so it would be so tempting because we have been angry for a while now. I mean, the, you know, the way the, the politics is going and the laws that are, you know, taking away our religious freedoms. I mean, I mean, I, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole, but I mean, it's yeah. just, it's a lot. We yeah. are just being pummeled right now. That, so, but what I said this weekend with the, this, uh, this reading, because we see the second person of the Holy Trinity is turning over table and making a whip out of cords. Get these out of here. Stop making my father's house a marketplace. You know, he's, he's, he's mad. He's angry. And that's called righteous anger because the second person of the Holy Trinity can't sin. So he's modeled that, you know, there are times, legitimate times, when we should be angry. But uh, the point I made, and, and I decided in this, you know, the Holy Spirit got after me leading into this, these readings this weekend. But to point out that Jesus got angry, but he didn't live there. Okay. Right, right. He didn't stay in that place. And I said, that's the point I want to make this weekend. There, we have to get mad. In fact, I wish more people were mad, you know, in terms of, you know, the way we're being uh, abused uh, by radical secularism right now. Um, but the bigger point I want to make is, okay, how do you push out the darkness of evil? Right. You do that by being an amazing light. I said, like you said, the, the, we're uh, individually, we're children of God, children of light, but together we're this blazing bonfire. And I said to my, my family, my parish family, I said, let's do this. Spring is right around the corner. Easter's coming. We're coming out of the 40 days, the quarantine, the tomb, and we're going to rise up. Let's be so bright, okay, that all those people that are caught in that darkness, and, and, and I actually pointed this out, Doug. I said, you know, I, I, it would click for me. I could never figure out why uh, somebody is driving down the road by themselves mm. with a mask on. Right. And I, and I, I said, uh, while I can't get in the person's head, I'm pretty sure I'm right about this, that the, for the vast majority, some might forget to take it off because they have it on all the time. There's that. But for the vast majority, they want to be in the in, the in crowd the, hmm. the cool kids right right they're the woke the intelligentsia while yeah. we're the neanderthals right we're the dangerous insurrection do you see what's going on hmm. you know and and, and so hmm. the, it's very intoxicating to be in this crowd but what is this crowd they 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 not only condone but they uh praise lying cheating and stealing okay as as a very effective way to gain power and control. And you could see it, it's, it's, it's darkness. It's negative. It's negativity. And at some point there's going to be a lot of people who were intoxicated by wanting to be counted among the elite intelligentsia while we're the dumb yokels. Okay. At some point they're going to, they're going to realize just how empty and meaningless yeah. and dark this is and so they're going to be looking around for a light right to want to go to right, right. we have to be that and i so, I, so I told him i said we have to 
we have to uh, break out of our the, this. Uh, we have to break out of our hard husk of our seeds, and we have to uh, rise up and bear not just fruit, but like obnoxious love. I mean, over the top <laughs> joy. Uh, you know, peace. You know, what am I doing there? Galatians five, the fruit of the Holy Spirit, or the evidence that the life of God is inside of us, so that you know we're just incredibly loving. And I, and I like to point out, too, that's how the first church exploded, okay? And they, by the way, they also had a political figure in, in charge at the time that was allowing them to explode, okay? Mm. Wink, wink. Um, but, you know, so, but they, they exploded because people looked down at these first Christians and they said, what in the heck is up with you people? I mean, you're, you're loving, loving, you're, you're just, here's my car, you can have it. You know, I, I sometimes use that expression sometimes. They say, you mind if I borrow this, Father? I say, you can have my car if you want, you know. <laughs> so, but <laughs> just the willingness to, to give anybody that needs anything. Um, but, but the point is, is that, and, and so then I called my family. I said, okay, now I, want, I need volunteers and I need good ideas. And we are going to break out like we've never broken out before at Easter time. Hmm. And, and, and we are, I'm done. I, I know, I know you all are done. We, you know, let's come out of the catacombs. Let's come out of the tombs. Let's rise up and let's be the brightest light we can possibly be. And let's work at that together. And let's be for each other, the battle buddies. We've hmm. got each other's back. They're six. Right. right. Let's take care of each other. Let's look out for each other. Let's pick each, pick each uh, person up if they fall down, like Ecclesiastes. Um, so, Doug, I'm really excited. I mean, spring yeah, is I coming. And, yeah. and one last thing I, I want to end with this is that I'm Father Connected to Dots. We went into winter with the Christmas star. At the darkest day of the year, there was this bright star in, in the sky, and everybody pegged at the Christmas star. And I think all that matters it's, it's like saying, okay, just when it gets its darkest, okay, light begins to shine. So from that point on of that Christmas star, the, the days got longer and longer and longer and right. longer. <clears throat> We're heading out of spring. Here's the connected dots uh, thing. In the year of St. Joseph, and St. Joseph's feast day is the day before spring. Amazing. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> amazing. And I think I think the power of St. Joseph is, is that – we are contemplating God as our father, Joseph as our father, but God is our father. And, and, and realizing he's, well, first of all, he's a perfect dad. Yeah. And, and I think, I think Doug, and I mentioned this in my homily too, I think we've gone through a little bit of a spanking mm. this past year. Yeah. And, yeah. and my hope, my hope is that a revival is coming. And that's why I'm saying, I'll end with this. Everyone be a part of that bonfire. Be a part, two are better than one. You know, work at connecting with your neighbor. Build those relationships and, 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 and just celebrate life with each other. You know, a life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness in our country. And that's how we're going to push back the darkness. Uh, Jesus got angry. There's times for anger, but he didn't live there. We can't either. Yeah, and, and it's very easy for us to do that when you go through social media, you pay attention to the news at all, and you just hear one thing after another. It's like body blows, you know? You're trying to protect. Oh, I know. These shots, it's hard to breathe. Or punch drunk. It's yeah, then every you, day. 
you get all upset and frustrated, but I know, like you said, you can't live in that. Yeah. It's, it's in, in those early Christians that you're talking about, Father, you know, yeah, they, they came out. I mean, it, I think about when the, the uh, Pentecost and the doors burst open after the Holy yeah. Spirit was, was, was yes. received and they went out into the streets and they were accused of being drunk on wine and <laughs> they were so different. Yeah. Something happened there and that's the Holy Spirit. And yet people today would say, and this is something that's kind of stuck in my crawl space, you know, that place under the house that just something gets in there and just kind of irritates, right? Uh, you know, that strange rodent noise or something. Well, this is one of those things stuck in my crawl space is people who always will say, um, look, we, look, we know God's got this or we know who wins in the end. And yeah. because of that, because of that, they don't take steps to be yes. this light in this yep. source of hope that's rising. Yeah. And you know, those God's Christians got back this. in the, I mean, think of the Christians back in the time of Rome, Father, they were dealing with the Roman Empire. Right. They knew their lives were on the line by even preaching in the streets. Right. But they did it with joy. So they didn't turn their backs on the evil of the time, but they had the confidence in divine providence. They had the battle buddies. They were trained up and ready to go. Yep. Battle ready coalition. And they yeah. were ready to engage in yeah. the fight. And they had a joy about them, even in the thick of facing evil down yeah. to the point of being, well, 11 of the 12 apostles, Matthias taking Judas's place, 11 of the 12 were, were, were martyred. Yeah. You know, so, it, I mean, that's a key point to remember. Don't just sit back and say, oh, the prophecies. Look, I know about the prophecies too. The church approved Marian apparitions and so forth. Yes, there are prophecies of some incredibly, incredibly challenging, difficult persecution times coming our way. But, but we're still called to be a source of hope. We're so called to be a source of light. And like you said, Father, we can, we can bring souls by the grace of God. And we need to try to mitigate, as, yes. as, as St. John Paul II says we can do, and even the Blessed Mother said in one of her apparitions, you cannot avoid the chastisements, but you can mitigate, mitigate. the gravity of it. Yeah. And, and, and listen, uh, we use a lot of military language, and I love it. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and uh, <clears throat> but... Think of the, I, I, I almost worships military. <laughs> I, I geek out like you're in other Hollywood stars or something like that, but when I'm around, because I'm just so grateful for one thing, right. their choice to make that heroic choice, uh, their choice to, to put their lives on the line to save me. You know, but, and that's, that's a lot what we're talking about. Um, but they train up together. They move out together. They got each other's six is his expression. They, they got each other's back. Um, that's just all amazing to me. And, you know, you, you never leave a fallen soldier. That's actually uh, in the, uh, the military code. Never leave a fallen soldier. Um, and so this whole idea of us training up together, you know, in the United States Grace Force, we've had all these amazing um, uh, spiritual warfare campaigns, but we're also training up together. We're learning to be the the best possible spiritual warriors that we can possibly be, and uh, and 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 Doug, the Holy Spirit said on you to put this whole battle ready coalition thing, which is like the best of the best training. Can you maybe some people are hearing that for the first time? Can you kind of tell us, you know, what I mean? Again, the Holy Spirit motivated you to do this, but uh, and you've had expertise in this area for decades, uh, so you're passionate about this. What, what's going on? Yeah. 
Well, the Battery Coalition, um, and, and you know, and it's timely right now to be talking about it right now because on the 16th to the 20th, we we're opening the doors oh, yeah. for it. Um, but it's something that we just want people to know. Uh, Battery Coalition is about exactly what we're talking about here. It's teamwork. It's unity. It's accountability. It's raising the bar. It's having each other's back. It's being there for each other spiritually and through, you know, we do Zoom meetings, conference type get togethers. And we have uh, every month a video lesson goes out, a video uh, instruction goes out with a printable workbook that goes with it. Then there's bonus wow. footage. There are live, uh, three or four lives throughout the month. And we focus on key topics month after month. And then as soon as you sign up for it and you know, get going with the subscription, it's an online subscription um, and there's no contract. So this isn't something you lock in for a year or six months. I mean, you can go month, month, quit anytime if you feel you need to. And some people have, it's, you know, some people will unsubscribe. And what's funny is there are many who have unsubscribed, come back. Many yeah. of the ones that do, they'll come back and they'll say, yeah, you know what? I, I was I away for this. a couple of months and I missed it. Yeah. And the main thing they say they miss, Father, is the unity, the, yes. the camaraderie. Battle buddies, baby. It, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. But, but we are training up in things like the Domestic Fortress was one title we did, and that's about the family and the marriage. Yeah. We, we did one on, on basic training, which covered seven key things. The commandments, beatitudes, corporal spiritual works of mercy, gifts of the Holy Spirit, theological cardinal virtues. And we go through them, break them down. And then we go to marriage, and then we talked about uh, the, we're working on uh, redemptive suffering was one that we did. Um, you know, in, basically, we take a month, you have a particular topic, we, we just encounter it, and we constantly build upon the previous ones. It's body, mind, and soul, and that's a key thing to remember. Because we're physical beings, and as paragraph 2288 of the Catechism states, life and, and health are precious gifts from God. And we have a responsibility to be reasonably healthy. That's in the catechism. And so we talk about taking care of yourself so that you are better prepared to do the will of God. Right. You know, the sharper my mind is, the, the healthier I am affects my emotions, my ability exactly. to handle things like depression and discouragement and that. And then I'm a better husband and father. I'm right. better for the woman on the other end of this ring. I'm better for my children, my grandchildren. So we talk about what you can do to help your health, nutrition, and basic exercise and this is right. not like all right you're knocked out three hours in the gym that's not what we're doing right. we know we've got people that are elderly we've got people that are in their 20s and everybody in between right so we try to tailor this to help people understand how you can approach this based on your health your, where you are in your chapter of life um, and so it's it's body mind and soul developing your mind learning your faith developing your spiritual life diving into the sacraments diving into prayer we encourage daily rosary auxilium christianorum battle prayers yes you know the whole nine years and i know you you are actually a member of the battle ready coalition and and yep. uh, i know you've been a big supporter and helped this whole time yeah you know you mentioned um uh elderly and i've always said their prayers are like nuclear bombs. They're, oh, yeah. they're so powerful because they're they're offering up a lot of their aches and pains, their sufferings that we'll all go through as as we become elderly. I'm starting to get a few right now, you know. But <laughs> anyways, but uh, and I would I would go to nursing homes too, and I would tell them that I said, "Will you please pray for me and please pray for this intention?" Because you're and there they are, they're hunched over in their wheelchairs, you know, and. There's their prayers are mighty. So, yeah. you know, people shouldn't think that, you know, they're disqualified because 
they're they're physically not able to to do some things. Right. That's not the case at all. No. Um, it and when you talk about youth too, um, if we're not careful, you know, we can get slothful. And, and so, yeah, there's a little bit more training that needs when you got a healthy body to make sure that 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 healthy body is is um, is giving you the fuel necessary to keep your mind alert. To, right. to, give, to keep your soul pounding for the Lord and for his missions and, and things like that. So it's essential that we, you know, we work at that as well. But I just want to say, and Doug, um, you know, it's like God puts all these cards right in the line. He puts everything in place. You know, we have this grace force. We're now well over 77,000 that yeah, are awesome. listed in the grace force. Yeah. And, um, and yes, we do these spiritual warfare campaigns, but we got to learn to be the best, the, the Navy SEAL, or I always say, mm -hmm. spiritual war, warriors that we can possibly be. And God set it on your heart, you know, and, and again, you've been doing this for decades and here it just, it lined up, you know, that's a signal grace or whatever you want to call it, but it all just lined up. And, and here we are offering the best of the best in this uh, training for being great battle buddies and spiritual war warriors together. Yeah. And you know, that's funny because it's of all the surveys we've put out to the battle ready coalition members about what they like most about it. Um, one of the top answers every single time is the, the, the camaraderie, the friendship, you know, the unity, the, the battle buddiness of it. Right. The fact that they know they've got people that are counting on them and they're counting on, and they can, they can rely on that. You know, and I pray for every Battle Ready Coalition member in my daily rosary every day, my wife and I do. Um, this is just one of those things that we have seen uh, just tremendous, just tremendous spiritual and, and, and psychological fruit. Hope is something that, you know, Father, I think a lot of people take for granted, you know, as we wanted to title this, Hope is Rising, right. um, as one of, part of the title for this program, you know, because hope is one of those things where if you have it, you can get through anything. Yep. And this is one of those things that they say, even in prisoner of war camps, um, the men or women in that were in these war camp, prisoner of war camps, or, you know, concentration camps, Germany, whatever it's been, whenever the toughest ones to break were the ones who had a spiritual formation, a spiritual grounded relationship with God. And the reason is because look, you can be the biggest, strongest, toughest guy or woman out there you know, you can still starve someone like that to death. I right. mean, look, you can break the body eventually. Right. Breaking the mind and the heart is different. And so what is it that, that, that causes these, these soldiers or these, these concentration camp, you know, uh, detainees who are, who are being put through grueling, grueling torture and pain and, and struggle to not break interiorly is when they had a relationship with God. Yeah. When they were formed in that. See, and I would say this, Father, it takes time to train. People take for granted sometimes, well, you know, when the later on I'll just flip the switch and everything will be good. It's like, you know, you're you're presuming on maybe God's mercy a bit there in one hand, but you're also presuming that you're that disciplined just to flip the switch and and you'll be fine when you decide to be fine. Right. You know, and I think, look, this is a process of formation and training. Even the the disciples that our Lord picked. And he pulled those key 12 out of them three years, right? He was with them for the most part. I mean, you had this, these multiple years of formation to prepare them for when he died, rose from the grave and ascended. 
they would then have to carry this on. And then they do what? They start instructing. They start yep. training others. Um, military is the same thing. You go into basic training and you've got, you know, eight weeks, 12 weeks, depending on your branch and your, your particular schooling and so forth. You know, Navy SEALs, the first nine weeks alone are BUDS, basic underwater demolition school. And then from there, you move on to more training. Right. It takes time. So right. I just encourage people, I hope people will sign up the 16th to 20th. The doors are open for Battle Ready Coalition. We only open the doors a few times a year, Father. And we do that largely because we have a, we have a number of people behind the scenes that are working on this and putting these materials out and communicating with people. And we, we open the doors to allow people in, and then we close the doors because we want to focus 110% on the members and really give them everything we can to serve as best, as best we can. Um, and so, yeah, we, we, it's a pretty tight knit group for the most part, but boy, when these doors open, we are wanting people to sign up and join in and really take the steps. And I always ask people to give it at least a few months, let the training start to sink in. And the moment you sign up, you'll have access to all the months before and you work at your own pace. You've got videos out there, bonus footage, everything from basic self-defense, nutrition, basic exercise, some scripture, uh, teachings on sacraments and so forth. I mean, all of it is there. And most importantly, I think, is that that love and accountability and strength that you gain from the other members. Yeah. Um, but, but the time, you know, Father, basically in general, you and I both know it takes time. Yeah. Because you mentor people and you have spiritual direction for people. And, and, and it takes time. You work with people and you start you start fine tuning things as they go. I mean, what's that like as you're training someone, especially spiritually and psychologically in the faith? Yeah. You, you know, we, right now, I think there's a hunger mm. for this training. Yeah. I, I think people are like, okay, evil's rolling us. How do we get strong? You know, and, and one of the things that I think is feeding that hunger right now is again, what we're doing right now mm. during Lent and, and people are reading this, and, you know, every, every reflection every day is written by one of us three priests. But what is it doing? It's doing, um, uh, it's calling out the devil. And, and, and uh, it's, it's looking at what your en enemy is up to. And then how do we counter that, right? Right. And, and so, but, but just seeing evil just exploding all around us and, um, we're sitting here going, what, what can we do? But I think a lot of people are saying, I want to do something. I want to do something about this. I've been, you know, I've been taking my, my God and my faith for granted. That can't happen anymore. And so I want to get strong. And I was going to actually ask you, Doug, about the 16th to the 20th. And yeah. I think, I, I think I understand it. Uh, I find the dates interesting too, because we just got done talking about yeah. Spring is on the twentieth, right? Yeah. And and uh, Saint Joseph's on the nineteenth. So you're right there. And me and me and my recent homily talking about we got to explode out of these bright bonfire, you know, right. and as attractive light. And so we got to be strong. And people have to look at us and, and see the strength and see the resolve and see the desire to want to live uh, with uh, the highest ethics and morals and virtues and values. You know, we're we're being called Neanderthals. Uh, but yet, spiritually, um, what are we striving for? The the high ground. Right. We're, we're, you know, a lot of people will say well, this is a battle between left and right. 
No, it's a battle between high and low. And like I said, a lot of people are going to crash and burn. The story of the prodigal son, he ends up the pigsty. A lot of people are going to crash and burn, and they're going to be looking at people who are striving, like soaring like an eagle, to strive for the, the heights of what they can be as a human being. And, and they need to find us with that resolve, with that joy, with that love, all that. And I think that, Doug, is what Battle Ready Coalition is really helping a lot of people to, to, to get that burning fire, just like the military, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. they get trained up and the let's go, let's do this. I'm going in. I, that's the expression I always use. I'm going in, you know, because what, what, and what are the soldiers doing? They're, they're living the highest life possible. They're putting their lives on the line. Right, right. And that's why we like police and first responders and firemen who go into the burning buildings. And we're just, we're in awe. Are you kidding me? You mean, that's the highest life, not this selfish, well, how is the government going to, you know, give me my next check kind of thing. And again, I'm, I'm not trying to disparage people who are in poverty, uh, but um, but this this particular radical secularism is trying to, build a dependence uh you know the the soft bigotry of low expectations right and that's that's where your systematic racism is and but again and and then they'll sit there you know with the their uh their you know we're in the in crowd we're the intelligentsia we're a part of the ruling class and um and and you're dummies and you're neanderthals and uh so you can see this is the battle we're in right now and and uh, can, can you, can you, Doug, first help explain a little bit more? Because I'm, uh, I'm almost there, but the 16th to the 20th. So you kind of take a group at a time, bring, bring in, or how does that work? Or No, it's it, the 16th to 20th. We pick those days in particular because it's springtime. Yes. It nice. leads right up to spring. And we're uh, going the, in. We're going out. We're going in. Yep, this is a key time. Let's, let's build the ranks. Yeah. Let's raise the numbers up. You know, so that we know we have a team, we have an army, we are ready to go. But it also because uh, the 19th is a, the, the solemnity of St. Joseph. And of right. course, you know, he has two feast days, the 19th and then May 1st. And you so can we, eat meat on a Friday during Lent, by the way. <laughs> exactly. We're having, right. we're going to have a St. Joseph <laughs> right. procession in downtown Ma Madison, oh, followed cool. by a tailgate party on Friday during Lent. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to put meat on the grill. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. But yeah, we, so we picked that window because of those reasons there. And then what, what happens in this window is anybody across the globe, and we do have people from Ireland, UK, um, India, Australia, Canada. We have people from all over the place who have signed up, and I'm sure others that I just haven't seen yet. Um, and so that window, 16th to 20th, morning the 16th to, the, to like 10 p.m., or I forget what time we're going to lock it up on the 20th. Um, that's the chance to come in, sign up, battlereadystrong.com forward slash coalition. It's on the screen here and in the description information below on the on the video here. But this is the Yeah, and we're sending in. information out to all the uh the US Grace Force um Great. over awesome. these days leading up to it too. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, and the goal is really share it with others. Everyone out there knows someone who is struggling in the faith, they feel alone, they feel isolated. And you think about that Ecclesiastes vote again, I'm going to pull it up here or quote again here. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, the fact that scripture would say pity anybody who falls and doesn't have anybody to help them up makes it very clear we are built to be helped by others and exactly. to help others. Yep. And so, yeah, Battery Coalition is really largely about that. And when we started it, we started getting, you know, we went surveys and questions from people. What do you like about it? What help, what's helpful? Well, they love the instruction. We've heard that. They love the fact that it's physical, psychological, and, and spiritual. Because a lot of times we focus just on the spiritual as Christians and forget the fact that God has created us as psychological, emotional, and physical. We've got this other aspect of us that needs to be tended to, needs to be cared for. And so we address that pretty heavily, but we, we bounce them all out. But people love that, but they love the accountability and the teamwork and the unity. And yeah. that's why I'm encouraging people to take this very seriously. Jump in there on the 16th to 20th and sign up at that point. Now, right now, right this moment, they can go out to the website, battlebuddystrong.com forward slash coalition, again, on the screen and in the description below. And please get on the wait list. Once you're on the wait list, you'll get a couple of emails between now and the 16th that just kind of let you know what's going on, keep you in tune with everything. And then on the morning of the 16th, get on out there and sign up. We are trying to build an army as big and broad and wide as possible that can reach out for, for, for more souls out there. You know, right. Father, one of my favorite books that um, St. John Bosco wrote is called Give Me Souls. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I love that book. And there's also that, that famous phrase from um, Hacksaw Ridge. Did you see that movie that Mel Gibson made, Hacksaw Ridge? I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah, it's, it's about a, a medic, and I, I forget his name offhand. You remember his name? Doss? Desmond? Desmond Doss. My, one of my producers over here, my, one of my sons is helping me with that. Um, oh, yes, there we go. Sorry, I'm helping him out right now. He needs something from me. Desmond Doss is a medic in World War II. He doesn't want to carry a firearm. Now, that's, that's, just, that's, a, that's a question, you know, anybody can debate and all this. But he wanted to save lives while others were, were getting shot up. He wanted to be there for the guys. And the movie basically is him stuck on this Hacksaw Ridge uh, kind of mountaintop and, uh, or plateau area where a battle's taking place with the Japanese. And he ends up being stuck there all night. They think he's dead, but he keeps, he keeps finding wounded soldiers all night long and lowering them down. And he saves some 70 or 80 some lives, I think. But he kept saying throughout the night, Lord, let me get one more. Wow. Let me get one more. And then wow. his hands were wounded. He was tired. He wasn't sleeping, obviously, through the night. He's dealing with uh, Japanese patrols that are, that are moving around and searching the grounds. And he's finding, he's checking bodies and he's finding soldiers that are still alive and he's dragging them covertly and quietly, tying them up on ropes, lowering them down. And then there were men at the bottom of the cliff that were taking them and they knew someone was up there doing this. This went on all night long, but he kept saying, give me one more. Yeah. Lord, give me one more. So the Battery Coalition idea is, Father, the same thing. We've got to have that attitude. Give me one more soul, Lord. Exactly. And let's be trained up to be able to do that, body, mind, and soul. I wanted to uh, share the Soldier's Creed with you because it's, it's right exactly what we're talking about right now. So here's the Soldier's Creed. I am an American soldier. I'm a warrior and a member of a team. I serve the people of the United States and live the Army values. I will always place the mission first. I will never accept defeat. I will never quit. Mm. I will never leave a fallen comrade. I am disciplined, physically and mentally tough, trained and proficient in my warrior tasks and drills. 
I always maintain my arms, my equipment, and myself. I am an expert and I am a professional. I stand ready to deploy, engage, and destroy the enemies of the United States of America in close combat. I am a guardian of freedom and the American way of life. I am an American soldier. I got chills. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's that it. Awesome. That's it. And, and, and you, you know what, fight. Father? If, if the U.S. military is going to take that type of, of code of conduct as, 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 a, as a pillar of their behavior and, and the way they look at their right. role, what about us Catholics? Right. I mean, we're talking Soldiers about, of Christ. What about us soldiers of Christ? Yes. And we should be, just like we fight for the unborn as we should, Yes, we, we should be ready to defend and protect the dignity of all human life. Yes. Yes. We should be ready to fight for legitimate self-defense, yes. marching in the streets. We, we want to preserve life. Yes. That's how God has created us. But spiritually, even more so, we yeah. should be focusing on what we're doing to help people get to confession, yep. get in the state of grace, fight for that state of grace. You know, lead your families, lead your, your be an example and a witness of, yes, yes I'm upset about the, 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 the evil that's going on. And I'm, I'm righteously angry about it, but I don't live in that anger. Yep, I exactly. let it motivate me to do the things that I yep. can do, but I don't let it dominate my life. Right. And I want to encourage people out there who feel like anger and frustration is just, is just chewing you up over all this. Look, my wife and I find time to go on date nights. We find time to, to we get our prayer time in. And yes, we're both very in tune with what's happening in the world and the church. And we're frustrated like anybody else out there. Yeah. We still get together with our kids and our grandkids and we laugh and we, we watch movies and, you know, good ones, best ones we can find. You know, you just, you, you do things with family and you, you do things with friends and you, you don't live in, Father, I love that you said that, don't live in the anger. Right. Yeah. That's a key important point. Yeah. And so here we are. We're at the tail end of winter mm -hmm. and spring is coming. I don't want to live in that anger. Uh, I, 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 I need, right. we need more people being angry about, you know, the, the evil is that's, that's coming unabated. Uh, sure. We do need that uh, righteous anger. But we need to be a force to be reckoned with. And we are called not the children of darkness, but the children of light. Right. And so we have to be that, light, that bright light for people and to help, help people understand that when you come into that power, that strength, that grace of God, when you come into that, you're ignited. And, and, you, and the evidence of that, the fruit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, self-control. And again, I'm thinking about, I'm going back to the military. They, they have all this, you know, uh, they live this. And I think, I think what, 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 um, what influences them, what stimulates them, what puts the zeal in their heart is because, again, they're living that higher life. And they, they, they don't want to live down here. You know, they don't want to live in lie, cheat, and steal land. Right. They want to live in values, ethics, and morals land. And so... So I, I love, love, love the United States Grace Force. I've heard from so many of you. I've heard so many stories, Doug, and I, you probably have too. But people like, uh, I've, I've heard from a lot of military mm -hmm. who say, I've been away from the church for a long time. This is the church that I can, that I can see joining. You know, the church that is, uh, is, is unnerved by the evil in the world and wants to do something about it, and the church that wants to train up and become the best ambassadors for Christ, the best light in the world. And, and that's, 
I don't want I don't want your club that does nice things for the poor. I mean, we got to do nice things for the poor. That's a given. But I, you know, if it's just that, um, I don't want a club. I want to be a battle buddy with my Christian brothers and sisters, and I want to get in. I want to be supernaturally strong. That's what I want. I, I close just with this because I'm gonna. Um, I'm, I'm going to give you a little insight. Last night, I got this inspiration, so I'm sharing it publicly right now. But um, we're, we, we, by the way, um, we started Combat Rosaries for Heroes a week, uh, two weeks ago, and already uh, people have been extremely generous. And so we got like thousands of rosaries uh, being produced as we speak. But I want to put in the first front pocket of that what I call a God Strong booklet, and all it is, Doug is gives you the 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 essence the essential insights into how to move out of uh secularism mm -hmm. and break through into that divine life into that supernatural life and you know what that motivated me a military man hmm. he made an appointment he came and saw me he says and he didn't ask he, he, he didn't ask me how can i be a better person how can i be a better disciple how can i be a uh, a better Christian, he said, how can I be supernaturally strong? Hmm. And I said, you know what you're talking about? It's what I call God strong. And I yeah. said, and I laid it all out for him. And, and, and I was able to do that in just a few minutes. I said, you do this, God will build from there. But you, now you've broken out of that secular non-anti-God world and, and, and you've broken through the veil into the divine life. So that's going in, if I can get my act together, into every combat rosary packet, a little tiny booklet like this big that fits in the pocket that, that gives you just what you need. But the yeah. point, Doug, is that we, we need to break out and we need to break out as people on fire with the supernatural strength of God yeah. and to push out this darkness. Yeah, and I have to say that anybody who knows you knows that this is just one of gazillion, gazillion of other ideas that you have, <laughs> which are all great, you know. So you you have that that zeal to get these things out there, but yeah. and you know, Father, this is um, this is something like you said. Everybody's hungry for this. Nobody wants to be left alone on the battlefield. Nobody wants to be out right. there. And as Ecclesiastes again says, you know, fall and not have someone to pick them up. Um, marriage is supposed to be that, you know, uh, we go back to the Greek, you and I have talked about this before the Greek that, uh, the words that describe, um, Eve when, uh, you know, scripture states that it's not good for Adam to be alone. I'll make for him a helper in this, in this way, the words are Ezra connecta, which means battle partner. So there's something nice. about the strength of even, even your spouse, they're supposed to be a battle partner, right? Um, you know, and, and that's something we address very much in the Battery Coalition is trying to help marriages have that, that strength, that battle partner of the marriage, because that is so essential. You know, we know that this is something that the Blessed Mother made clear through Sister Lucia, that the final battle between the kingdom of heaven and Satan was going to be over two main things, marriage and family. And we see it just destroying because as the family goes and as the church goes, so goes society. That's very, very key. And both those areas are under such grave attack right now. And we need soldiers who are deeply committed for that supernatural strength, that God strong strength that you right. just talked about. Uh, and this is why, again, you know, you and I, as we've done these shows for the last year and a half or so, you know, I can't just 
there's no way we could have time to tell everybody and they probably wouldn't want to listen all the conversations you and I've had about these topics right? and wanting people to be strong, wanting people to find joy and hope, wanting yes. people to be appropriately angry over evil, living the um, high life and re- yes, for the high yeah. and remember the words uh, written in um, uh, Christians as citizens by Pope Leo the 13th, 1890 or 91, I believe is when it was written. And he states in there, and it's paragraph 14 or section 14 of it, where he states that moreover, the Christian is born for combat. Right. Okay, we're built for the spiritual battle. And we're built even at times for physical conflict to defend with appropriate means other people's lives and so forth. As you talk about military, law enforcement, and so forth, they do that all the time, which is one of the reasons we admire them so much. They're willing to put their lives on the line, you know, to fight and defend for truth and innocence and freedom and so forth. But the fact is... He goes on to say in that section 14, silence in when, when, when evil is attacking, and I'm paraphrasing here, it's, it's relatively lengthy, but when we are silent in the face of evil attacking what is good, holy, and true, we insult God. He oh. says it is an insult to God, right. and it is devoid of any character or dignity of a Christian. Right. If we're silent and we're not standing up against evil, we're not what we are created to be. And he says the silence in the face of evil only emboldens the wicked. Right. So we can't be silent. We're not, we're not built for it. We're not supposed to be. God doesn't want it. And it's going to, you know, how we, how we express that righteous, appropriate anger will, will vary from person to person, depending upon their chapter and where they are. Like what you can do as a priest is, is going to be somewhat different than what I can do as a lay person. Um, but we're both righteously, justly angry over the evil that's going on in the world, and we're going to address it. We're going to get in the face of it by yeah. the grace of God. Yeah, because it, that's what real love is. I mean, I'm thinking yeah. right now of the Soldier's Creed and that, that key line, I think, I will leave it, never leave a fallen soldier. Well, if you're leaving someone caught in that indoctrination and propaganda of lies, and you're not, you're not willing to help them out of that, Right. You're you're basically leaving them dead on the battlefield because they're destined for hell. Okay, so who lo- you know because why? Because I got my stuff over here and I can't be bothered with you over there. That's all, that's basically when you boil down that's what's going on when someone decides that I've got the truth but I'm not going to help you with that. And so yes, we we have to we have to help our battle buddies we have to help fallen soldiers on the battlefield to find a way to to <clears throat> to get into that high life to get into that sense of meaning and purpose and destiny and mission and resolve uh as a christian soldier we got to help people into that and i think that's what it's all about so doug i i think i didn't look at the clock before we started but i think we're close to the end but i just want to i, I want to highlight again we're coming towards spring, everybody. Yes. I can't wait. I'm so done with this winter that's lasted a year. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, you know, it's just, it, it's been brutal. Yeah. And I want to come out not living in anger, okay? I don't want, I, we, none of us should. And again, we've we got to get, we got to have that righteous anger just at the right time. But I, I want to I wanna rise up. And I want to do my best to join together with all my battle buddies, my family. And people, do your best. The, the parish is kind of meant to be the epicenter of building that family community. Work at that. Volunteer. 
do what you can to unite everybody so that, you know, our individual lights become that bonfire that pushes out the darkness. What do you want to say about that, Doug, before we finish? Yeah, and, and I, I want to add to that too, is that when you're out and about, depend, I don't care what state you're in, even down here in Texas, yes, at the time this is airing on March 10th, all the COVID restrictions have been lifted, no mandates, businesses are open 100%. People can still wear a mask. You're and, bragging. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. You know, but there were, still will be people down here who will wear masks and, and and they may challenge me. And you know what? I don't, I don't, I'm not going to respond, even though I'm I'm upset and angry over the way it's been manipulated right. in many respects. I'm going to be charitable as best I can to yeah. people and try to explain with a sense of hope and enthusiasm why yeah. I feel strong about what I do. You're good at that too, by the way. Well, God bless you. I hope so. Yeah. But I, I just, I want people to have that, that, that willingness to present an, ex, an explanation for faith, for hope, for why I want to stand up for my freedoms. These are areas that also go along with what you said. Reach out in your parishes, reach out in your families, reach out in your neighborhoods. Make sure you are a source of strength and yeah. hope. Hope. You know, let yeah. that hope rise. Yeah, yeah. I also let want to say this. Let that hope rise. Let that hope rise. Hope is rising. And, and it is. I don't is. want to stay in this winter any longer. And I, I want to be a part of the springtime, the Easter people yeah. that go out and, and change the world. Let's do this. Absolutely. All right? In the name of the yeah. Father. Go ahead. Yeah, real quick. For anybody who does go out, um, I, was just, I was instructed by my one of my producers here to make this point. If you go sign up, battlereadystrong.com forward slash coalition. There it is on the screen again. Go out there and get on the wait list right now. You will have instruction and guidance for all of the sign-up process that takes place. So it's it's very, very user-friendly, and all that will be given to you. If you just go get on the wait list, just got to go out, battlereadystrong.com forward slash coalition, because we are forced to be reckoned with, yeah. and we want to be ready, body, mind, and soul, to engage and be part of this rising hope. This hope is rising. Yeah. Get your battle buddies and get ready because I believe, Father, it's I, it's going to get a lot worse in some ways. I I really believe that, but I'm I'm that's going to give us greater resolve. But that that's it. That's what I was yeah. going to say. Is like this is the kind of stuff that tests us. Yeah. And this is what our Lord wants us to 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 maybe go through in order to bring about more conversions, bring yep. about more faith, and really bring us back. Yep. But we have to cooperate with that grace. And be part of this this force to be ready. Hope, hope is rising. I've been saying a revival is coming. Yes. Let's all get together and be that bonfire for the world, okay? Amen. Amen. All right. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle in them the fire of your love. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. amen. Thanks, Father. Great. God, God Good bless to see you again. Yeah.